Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. How you doing? How you doing? This is Samuel Tolley, Trusting the Truth once again. We got a very serious topic. One that I hope everyone takes extremely seriously. Talking about sexualizing our children. This is some of the stuff I'm going to show is obscene. But these are obscene things that they're showing our children. And we have a responsibility as parents, as grandparents, even as citizens that we don't have our own child, we have a responsibility to society to look after the children. We have a responsibility to make sure that the children have a future because without them, there is no future. You know, we're supposed to lay the groundwork for them to be around later when we're gone. I mean, if you're naive, if you think you're going to live forget forever, this side of heaven or hell. And each one of us are supposed to do our part, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. But let me, let, let me talk to the believer for one second here and remind you of a scripture that we all know quite well. And it says it in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, many of us step away. Many of us do depart for a time being. But many of us, that training eventually kicks in. I stepped away for quite some time. But through the love of God, through the prayers of many people, I came back. Now, and now that I am an older person, I can look back over life and I can look back at a time where we didn't even have to think about certain things. Like right now, there, there's states that are enacting laws that we would have never thought necessary. Let me show you a quick video. This is about 18 seconds for those that will be listening on the podcast and can't see it. But let's take a look at this real quick. Whoops, that is not what I want. Let's try again.
debauchery. These grown men in fishnet stockings and these lewd costumes parading around entertaining children. Number one, shame on the parents for even bringing their child to some mess like that. Number two, shame on us for allowing this situation to ever happen in the first place. There is no way we should be where we are right now in society. But the Bible talks about in the last days, there will be an apostasy. There will be a falling away. Evil is going to metastasize more. And we're in a situation where evil is just rearing its ugly head and it's raising up. For example, during the pandemic, and I think I should really do an in-depth thing on some of the nuances of it. But when they shut down just about everything, they took that as an opportunity to shut down the church. You could not go to church. But the liquor stores were an essential business. And I believe the strip clubs were too. The weed stores were an essential business. Now think about that. Why would those places be essential and a house of worship not? I believe it was a couple of things. They wanted to see how far they would go or could go before we said no. I mean, when this pandemic first started, no one had an idea of what was going on. So we decided at that point in time to go along, you know, talking about two weeks to flatten the curve or whatever. And that two weeks turned into months and years. So when nobody knew what was going on, we complied for the first couple of weeks. But then that thing drug, drug on, on, and on, and on. And then they shut down the church. They shut down our First Amendment right to worship. And they simultaneously shut down our First Amendment right to free speech because they use all these allegories and these um, social media platforms to stop us from spreading, quote unquote, disinformation, cures, or things that we thought would cure uh, the COVID-19 and help people. They said that we didn't know what we were talking about. Ivermexin was horse medicine and hydrodoxychloroquine was garbage and vitamin C and vitamin D and zinc and all this stuff. Forget about it. Everybody needed to take the shot. They even tried to force employers that if you got a company of a hundred or less people or more people, everybody has to take it to keep their job. And people got fired nurses and doctors and people got fired for refusing to take that. And now we have many people with problems, but, I'm, but this is not the essence of where I'm going tonight. Where I'm going tonight is the fact that they were trying to control us and at the same time, releasing debauchery, making it wide open. And that's where we are. We're in a situation of wide open debauchery. And many of us 
Pharaoh to recognize that this stuff was coming a long time ago, including me. I want to show you a picture of four men that are dressed as women. Let's see here. Let us see here. Hold on. Excuse me if you couldn't hear me, but I'll, I'll go over it. There were a picture of four people. Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire. Flip Wilson as Geraldine. Da, uh, uh, Tyler Perry as Medea. And Dustin Hoffman as Tootsie. I want to show you how subtle the enemy is. Now, way back in the day, I think the oldest one would have been Flip Wilson as Geraldine. I remember the Flip Wilson show. I laughed at it. I, I didn't, I wasn't really walking in the things of the Lord at that time. And I didn't even pay attention to the ramifications that could have happened or what that the nuance, nuances were to him dressing as a woman. But what it was doing was it was breaking. It wasn't just breaking down barriers on TV. It was breaking down barriers on the things of God. And we were going with it. Um, there's one picture that I didn't pull up. Bear with me for a second. I'm not going to reach for it, but I'll just tell you. In Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 5, it states, A woman is not to wear male clothing, and a man is not to put on a woman's garment. For everyone who does these things is detestable, or it's an abomination to the Lord our God. So when Flip Wilson was going around saying, the devil made me do it, and all this stuff, it didn't mean nothing to me. I just looked at it as entertainment. I didn't look at 
what he was doing. And I didn't look at the spiritual side of it because I wasn't even thinking spiritually. Then I think, I'm not sure, but I think the next one was Tootsie. Or, you know, it could have been, it could have been Mrs. Doubtfire. But either way, Robin Williams, I remember I was talking to go on to the show to see the movie. I didn't think about it from a spiritual perspective. I saw the movie. This guy wanted to be around his son. No, was that, I think that was Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm not sure about Tootsie. Anyway, I thought the movie was entertaining. And that's what they do. They put in these movies and they make them entertaining. They make them palatable. Many times what the devil will do is he's not going to just bring you poison. He's going to sweeten the poison. He's going to make that poison palatable so you can't even taste it. It's just like I've heard where some people, when they poison their spouse or whatever, they might have put some uh, uh, antifreeze in their food or drink or whatever. And I heard that it's got sort of like a sweet taste to it. So they slowly poison the person. Well, you know, don't try that. But nevertheless, I didn't think much of it. And then Mrs. Doubtfire. I think by the time I saw Mrs. Doubtfire, I was going to church regularly. I think. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure. And for some reason, I had a disconnect between Deuteronomy 22.5 and watching Mrs. Doubtfire. It might be the same way many of my Democrat friends have a disconnect between loving the Lord and supporting folks that believe in abortion. But I had a disconnect. It, it, it didn't, I didn't get it. And, and then I watched the movie and that was the one I believe where the guy just wanted to be around his kids. So, <laughs> excuse me. So he, um, you know, put on this costume and presented himself as a nanny so he could be around his kid. And so Satan is not going to show us the normal where they're trying to go. And the people of Hollywood, I don't think that they are not aware. Matter of fact, if I get this book, I may even come out with it next week where they were looking to do things back in 1984. I think the book is called After the Ball, uh, something that Bodie Bauckham presented some time ago, but I'll have to look it up. Nevertheless, that didn't get to me. But by the time Tyler Perry was doing Medea, I didn't have a disconnect anymore. I never set through one of those Medea movies. Never, ever. TV show, none of that. I even remember Tyler Perry talking about, I believe, that he was homeless and God, um, you know, picked him up and helped him out and made all, you know, this fame and fortune. But my question would be, well, what God is that? Because the God of the Bible forbids it's detestable like i said for a man to dress like a woman so i never watched any of that stuff and i, and I know a lot of people who did a lot of people loved it 
I wouldn't have anything to do with it. For the simple fact that I'm saying that, why couldn't they get a woman to play a woman? But even then, I didn't realize that we were creeping along a path that was going to lead to where we are now. I remember 2015 when the Boy Scouts of America decided that it was okay for homosexual scout leaders to be in charge of boys on camping trips. I mean, homosexual scout leaders. And then I think it was 2017, I could be off, that homosexual troops, openly homosexual troops were allowed. Now, people, it doesn't take a brain scientist to figure out that if you're a pedophile, you want to put yourself in positions where you can get to your prey. Like many pedophiles like to run ice cream trucks or people like John Wayne Gacy was a clown. Who's to say that some of these Boy Scout troop leaders wouldn't have a pedophilic mindset? Now, maybe back in 2015, if, we'd, if they'd have been showing the stuff that I just showed, people uh, would have rebelled. But now we're being saturated with that mess. We're being saturated with all this wickedness. And there are people that are fighting back, but as far as I'm concerned, we're not fighting back hard enough. You know, I, I like to say that my parents' generation dropped the ball and we let the air out of it. We were so busy trying to be nice to people whose positions are totally antithetical to the Lord. When they said they just wanted to get out of the closet, they weren't going to bother anybody. They were just going to live their life and leave us alone. And now we've got to the point where if you disapprove of their life, you got a problem. We're all the way to Isaiah 5 and 20, where good is evil and evil is good. And wrapped up in 1984 at the same time with double speak and the thought police. And these people, and it's not, and it wasn't good enough for them to just ran, run ramrod and with the help of President Obama destroy marriage in America. Now they're coming after our kids. Full frontal, total debauchery after our kids. Look at this video. This is the second one. It's another one for about 15, 20 seconds. Whoops. Saw that one already. Let's try this again. I can think of no purpose for a little kid to see something like that. None. Whether that's a man or a woman, and it's my understanding that was a man. You know, it reminds me of Sodom and Gomorrah when Lot was trying to keep those folks back. When God was ready to destroy the whole thing, 
Because they said that wickedness, that was the only thing in their heart, was fully, and he was ready to kill everybody. And, and when, when the angels blinded those jokers trying to get in Lot's house, even though they couldn't see, they still, <coughs> excuse me, they still wanted in. And now these people, they start off with this drag queen thing in libraries. Now they got drag queen shows. I, w- I was in a situation in Arizona where they had this club where at nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, they were having a drag queen show for little kids. These people are doing nothing less than grooming, recruiting, and trying to fill their lustual attitude with more bodies. And it's time for the church to get vigorous. Time for us to get strong. Look at this article from England. And a lot of this garbage, you may not know, but a lot of this garbage starts in Europe and it filters it way here. Like right now, places like in England and in Canada, you cannot say or preach certain scriptures on the street. Or you can end up going to jail. Nancy Pelosi tried to put through HB5, I think it was, a few years ago. And it was a bill that was basically telling the church that you have to hire homosexuals. I mean, I'm talking about not folks that's pretend, I mean, flat out open homosexuals if they qualify for the job in your church against your beliefs. Fortunately, that thing never got off the ground. But don't think that these people are going to stop. Don't think that these people are not going to continue going after what they want. These folks are determined. Let's look at this article. Let's see here. This article is is crazy. Schools, kids taught how to masturbate and virtues of rough sex and lessons hidden from parents. That's what we got to be involved with our children. And one says, I am so glad that my children are grown. But at the same time, I, I grieve for the children of America for apathetic parents that ain't standing up to this nonsense. British school children have been taught about how to masturbate and the virtues of rough and anonymous sex, as well as leftist theories surrounding topics such as gender. Look at this, rough and anonymous sex. You're, telling, you're teaching a little kid about some of the mess these, and I'll use the word perverts, do when they go out to these gay bars. Fluidity, as it was established, facts and lessons hidden from parents, a dossier compiled by conservative MP Marianne Gate Cates has revealed hiding from parents. Remember, in Virginia, before... <coughs> Excuse me, I think I'm getting a cold. <clears throat> the last governor race, well, I think it was Terry McAuliffe. Yeah, that's the guy. 
He said over there, said, parents don't need to uh, know what we're teaching. That ain't their business. And he lost because the parents in Virginia stood up. And we need to stand up everywhere against this debauchery. These are our children. These are not the government's children. This is not a Marxist country yet. They're trying very hard to make it. You know, this, 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 this drive for equity is nothing but a camouflage endorsement of Marxism. When you spread down uh, the requirements and you try to balance out uh, the money, the resources, and the whatever to everybody, that everybody is always the masses. But it's not the big brother and his truths. They always live on top. Let me continue here. A report submitted by Prime Minister Rushi Sunak, I believe that's how you pronounce it, by the new uh, Social Covenant Unit think tank established by Tory MP Marion Cates has claimed that pre-lucescent students and schools across Britain have been subjected to radical ideas on sex and gender by far-left organizations such as the LGBTQ charity Stonewall, following ambiguous guidance from the supposedly conservative government in 2019 on relationships and sex education classes when I was in the sixth grade, we had a half an hour sex education class. It talked about the biological intricacies of having a baby. It didn't get into, it didn't show fornication or adultery or two people doing it. It didn't get into homosexuality and bestiality. Or, it didn't get into any of that stuff. They left that to parents to be parents. Now they're trying to give kids everything and they want to start at sex education in kindergarten. How do you spell pedophilia? Then Education Secretary Damian Hines under former Prime Minister Theresa May issued vaguely worded guidance saying that compulsory subject content must be age appropriate and developmentally appropriate. Strikingly, this was more broad than the previous guidance issued by the left-wing Labor Party government in 2000, which said outright stated that the promotion of sexual orientation or sexual activity would be inappropriate teaching. Despite being a supposedly right-wing government, the guidance from Hines went on to say that topics such as gender identity should be taught in age-appropriate and inclusive ways. You know what I think about gender identity? Being taught in schools, I think about it the same way I think about abortion being taught in the school. You want to teach that perversions? You want to teach this nonsense about uh, many different genders? Then let us teach a biblical framework where God said He created male and He female. Well, God said that He 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 made them in the womb. Let God compete against your demon. 
but they don't want to do that. They want to drive this other stuff down our throats. According to the study excerpts which have been published by the Telegraph newspaper, this guidance opened the door for schools to introduce controversial curricula prepared by leftist charities with blatant political motivations. Yeah, they want to get these kids all lined up. Schools and teachers often hid that this was happening from concerned parents. This is why we can no longer trust these teachers. You know, when I grew up, I was going to school in the, the, mid, the late 50s and early 60s. We still had somewhat of a Christian worldview in the United States. We didn't have to worry so much about our children being indoctrinated with totally left-wing ideology and debauchery. Many of the teachers then were Christians. Many of the people had a point of view that wasn't contrary to the biblical perspective, and now they do. That's why I'm a firm advocate of homeschooling or vouchers. Parents should have, we pay the taxes. We therefore not only pay the teachers and the Board of Education and the administration of the school districts, we pay the daggone politicians too. You know, from the local mayor all the way to the president. And if we start using our brain and start demanding our money's worth, then we should be able to get vouchers and take our kids and get them educated any way we want to. But that's not gonna happen if we keep allowing them to control the voting system, fix the uh, fraudulent voting, or going against the will of the people. The people need to stand up and say, we're not gonna have it anymore. One mother cited in a report, claimed that a primary school teacher had told her, what happens in the room stays in the room. Sounds like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We're talking about our children. They children? Lord help me. I'm, you know, it will be very difficult for me to be a parent these days to young children. Getting exposed to stuff and the teachers I can't trust. When pressed on whether they were teaching her child about masturbation, I have been teaching background and I said, that's what pedophilia say, she recounted. Then there was this whole discussion. They had cards on the table discussing whatever was on the card. And one of them said, masturbation. Lots of parents were saying, you might frighten my child talking about this because they are 10, 10 year old. Who wants their child sitting with another person's son or daughter discussing this? Another concerned mother cited in the study revealed that her 13-year-old child had been taught that there were 100 genders as well as supposedly accepted terminology cloaked full of new age woke words such as cisgender, fluid gender and non-binary 
without any suggestion that the others may disagree with the leftist gender dogma. Like I said, this is like 1984, doublespeak. A hundred genders. This, you know, this, the sad part is that the people in the medical field have been corrupted just like the news media. The news media in this country and the medical field has been corrupted just like the politicians and the teachers. And you know what the source of corruption is? The love of money. It always goes back to the love of money or fear of not being able to get your money or not wanting to make waves or just trying to get by. You know, you're trying to get by and you're letting kids go to hell in a handbasket. The report from Cates claimed that much of the ideology was brought into schools by leftist charities, such as Stonewall and a school of sexuality education, which has promoted the use of the book, Great Relationships and Sex Education, which instructs educators <clears throat> to emphasize that love and affection are often important parts of good sex, but not always. For others, good sex is quick, rough, and anonymous. I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I just don't, I just don't know what to say. Quick, rough, and anonymous sound like rape to me. It sounds like rape. You know, I bet if these people can put rape in there and pedophilia in there, they would do it. And the way we're going as a society, Maybe another five years, they will. Unless we put the brakes on this stuff and put it into it. You can also explore the fact that some people enjoy feeling pain during sex, which is often referred to as kink or BDSM. Why in God's world would you be talking to this kind of nonsense to a five-year-old, a 10-year-old? You don't know what the heck you're talking about. Traumatizing little kids. Your little girl, your daughter, she's, she's, she, she's getting ready to go to puberty. She's, she's, she's going to have a difficult enough time adjusting to the hormones and, and, and the monthly period and all this stuff she has to go through. And your sons, they go through it too. They don't have periods, but their hormones start changing. They start going through stuff too. And you're going to put this crap in kids' heads? Where did this come from? Why are they doing this? But even more important, why are we allowing this mess to happen? I think it's nothing less than the doctrine of demons. 
that these teachers, these so-called teachers are teaching. And any Christian worth his salt, any church worth his salt, will start standing up, saying, we ain't having this no more. These pastors need to get together, start talking to these other pastors, and people need to start formulating plans. You know what? If folks want to go to hell to handbasket, God gave us free choice. But God told us to take care of these children. And we need to stand up and fight for these children. This, this soft, fluffy, non-confrontational Jesus stuff is a joke. Jesus went into the temple and turned that sucker upside down because they were offending God. But then Jesus said, if anybody mess with these little ones, cause them to sin, and be ready for them to have a millstone tied right their neck and thrown into the sea. People, we're going to be held accountable, church. We can't just sit on the sidelines and ignore this stuff. A workshop facilitator for the charity, that means, I assume, somebody would love to come to the school and teach this debauchery to kids. Dr. Emma Chan, well, I don't know if that's what she does or not. Personal website features a video of her singing a song called Let's All Masturbate a, and linked instructions for how to perform the act. Well, I guess she is a facilitator. Another workshop facilitator for the group, uh, Nadia Dean's website, features articles on anal fun and frolics and the problem with heteronormativity. In other words, these people, just like those Black Lives Matter women, are against the God-ordained foundational family of one man and one woman. See, Satan is always against this. It's the cross. I'm talking about for those who can't see it. He's always going to try to stand against it. He can't stand against it, but he's going to always confront it. And we need to stand up for it. Didn't Jesus say for us to, if we're going to follow after him to take up our cross and follow him? This, 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 this milk toast Christianity, where God loves us, God's going to take care of us. The Lord's going to find a way. That's nonsense. David had to get out there and fight. Gideon had to get out there and fight. We start on our knees and then we take action. Now, I'm not sitting over here talking about getting guns and violence and shooting people and all kinds of stupid stuff like that. I'm saying that we're supposed to be light and salt and we can make it very extremely uncomfortable for the powers of darkness if we put light on the subject and don't let the light go out. That's why you pastors, you got to come together. I don't care about your denominational differences. That's irrelevant in this fight. The devil loves that. He would love us to sit up here and talk about 
the denominational differences, the fight over that amongst ourselves. I call this stuff in-house stuff. When, when, when anybody that knows anything about a family and you grew up with a bunch of kids and you and your siblings, you know, more than likely than fought more than one time, you know, because that's what siblings do. But if somebody come after that sibling, then the family's going after that person. Church, we're a family and we need to get together and fight because we have a mutual enemy who was out to destroy us. Conservative MP Marion Cates uh, who compiled the report said that she hopes it will serve as a wake-up call for the government. It should serve as a wake-up call to what's left of the church in England and a big-time wake-up call to the church in the United States. The idea of children 11 and 12 being taught how to masturbate is just horrendous, she says, and to think and to excuse me, and to talk about sexual desires with adults you don't know is potentially a safe guarding risk. You know, many of us have had that weird uncle, that weird cousin, that weird neighbor. Many of us know about people that you never let your children, <coughs> excuse me, that you never left your children around, never because you knew that they would be in danger with that person. Now, when we were growing up, we never thought that it would be the school, but now our children are in danger at school. Our children are in danger and we need to step up and protect our children. The government has a basic duty to keep children safe in school, she said. She adds, I hope that the report will encourage even more parents to shed a light on what their children are being taught. A spokesman for the Department of Education said, we, <coughs> we will write to all schools this term and emphasize the rights of parents to seeing materials being taught to their children. Schools must make sure all content they use is factual and age appropriate and engage with parents so they are aware of what their children are being taught. Did you get that gobbledygook? Did you, did you see that? It must be factual and age appropriate. What does that mean? Yeah, people masturbate. So that, that's factual. So what is age appropriate? You know, these people are not, you know, morality starts in the house, not in the schools. They took the Bible out of schools in America in 1962. They took prayer out of the school, 62, 63, both, <coughs> both of them. We are not to trust these people with our children at all, period. They have proven themselves to not be 
worth trusting at all. Look, people, this is serious stuff. This, this stuff is way beyond the pale. And the body of Christ must stand firm. And we cannot put it off at all. We can't. We don't have time. Look what it says in Psalm 127 and 3. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb, a reward. God is, has rewarded us with these children. They are gifts from God. He has made us stewards over them children. Many of us say, yeah, I give my life for my kid. Okay, then why won't you go down to the school board meeting? If you give your life for the child, why won't you fight these people that are corrupting your child? I remember when my older son, Sam, was in middle school. He wasn't dealing with stuff like this. But he had, he, he'd bring home homework. And it was a reading assignment or a writing assignment. And I read it and it was all gobbledygook. It didn't have commas. It didn't have periods. It was a mess. And he told me at the time, they had this concept called, I think it was called, Hold English or something. And I think the idea was, if you just let them write, sooner or later, they're going to get it. And I said, no, you cannot survive in society with this kind of nonsense. You need to be able to articulate clearly on paper what you're saying, and you need to say what you want to say in an articulate and concise way. If you want to make money as an adult, you can't be half-stepping. You got to be ahead of the curve. In Proverbs 17 and 6, it says, Grandchildren are a crown of the aged, and the glory of children is their fathers. Wow. Mm -mm -mm. Your grandchildren are your crown. Are they running around the street acting like a fool? If they're running around the street acting like a fool, more than likely they're running around the street acting like a fool because their father was running around the street acting like a fool. And more than likely their father is running around acting like a fool because you was running around acting like a fool. We're not there. You know, fathers need to take care of their kids. Even if you make a mistake and marry the wrong person or don't marry, you need to be there for them kids. You need to always be there for them kids. You need to show them that you love them. Fathers need to be an example of their sons of what a man should be and an example to their daughters of what a, their daughter should look for in a man to take his place. That's what we're supposed to do. We don't have time to play around, people. I got one more small video to show you. One more piece of debauchery. 
to get ready to close this out with. Boy, take a look. horrible that vile nasty pornographic nonsense is being fed to our children without any kind of filter the church has to stand up and not only must we insist that politicians <coughs> stand against this nonsense but the politicians are only going to do so much. And there ain't their children. We have to stand up. We have to move society. We're supposed to be light and salt. The church is supposed to change society, not let the society change the church. This is filth, and we shouldn't deal with it anymore. So we got to do our job. And we're supposed to protect these children. here look at this second. first corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of god do not be deceived neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor men who practice homosexuality. And that goes from women too. Nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. Now, I didn't like to, this, this is God's work. Hey, what, what blows my mind is we generally use a scripture like this when we're talking to adults trying to preach the gospel to adults to get adults to think about the things of God to get adults to consider the ramifications of them going down the wide path instead of the narrow road we don't generally think about this when it comes to our babies but we better because these schools and these people are trying to feed, we're not trying, they are feeding our children this mess all the time. And they're trying to make us feel bad about complaining about it. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the power of God to those being saved. And when you need to live like that, I need to live like that. We don't need to be sitting around here um, trying to walk on the tippy toes, trying not to offend folks. We're supposed to be ambassadors to Jesus Christ. And trust me, this mess 
is offensive to him. And how in the heck are we going to sit over here and say, well, Lord, Lord, I did this, I did that. He turned around and said, I never knew you. What do we have to lose, church? If we are followers of Jesus Christ, if he is our Lord first, and then because he's our Lord, he saved us, he is not Lord if we're not going to live a life dedicated to his purposes. If we're not living a life dedicated to his purposes, then the Lord is who or whatever we're leading our life to the purposes for. One day, we're going to be gone. And if we don't take a stand and teach and protect our children now, we won't be able to protect them then. You know, no one knows the hour or day or the time that they have. Nobody. None. We don't know. It's in God's plan. He knows. We don't know. We need to be ready at any time to go. And my philosophy is to try my best to go on empty. And I can't be concerning myself about the things of the world when I need to concern myself about the things of God, no matter who it offends, no matter who it hurts, because I would rather somebody be offended and then wake up one day and find out, hey, you know what? Maybe he had something there and find out what the, and start digging into the Bible and come to a full belief and, 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 and submission to Jesus Christ. Then for me to try to be their friend and be nice and don't say anything. Or, you know, I can make videos and stuff about all kinds of stuff to try to generate big audiences and, you know, puff myself up or do things that are fun. Somebody has to get into the trenches. Somebody has to get into the dirt. Somebody has to expose <coughs> darkness. Now, I know I'm not the only one. And I pray for those that are doing it as much as possible. I pray that God will strengthen them and guide them and, and keep them steady. And I pray that he will strengthen me and guide me and keep me steady. Because I would rather leave right now than to fall away and start teaching some stupid stuff that will not stand up to the Bible. We got to protect our children, people. Please take this stuff I'm talking about seriously. Please consider it for our own good, for our children's good. This is Sam Tolley, and I'm out. <laughs>